Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Pheromone from Come. Although Prince kind of sings it like Fairmone. Uh, recorded January 1993 at Paisley Park and released on the 16th of August 1994. On the track, it is just Prince uh, by himself. The song itself is five minutes and eight seconds. Joining me to talk about this is Stephen G. Forward. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Glad to be here. Thank you very much for um, having me on the show. Um, yeah, as this is your first episode, I was going to ask, and this is, you know, obviously something I've asked of anyone who's, uh, you know, debuted on the, on the podcast, uh, which is how did you become a Prince fan? Can you kind of recall... Um, you know, a song that kind of got you into Prince or, you know, an album, you know, mm-hmm. was it kind of around, you know, Purple Rain or, you know, was it Batman or I don't know, was it Hit and Run Volume <laughs> 2? I mean, <laughs> so, how, how long were you a fan? So I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Toledo, Ohio, and my father was a gospel singer who performed regionally. And so our house was always full of music. And my mother sang background in a group when she was in high school. I'm the third of of five children, so I'm the middle child. So I received not only my parents' music, but my older sister's music. And my sister Cynthia played Prince all the time, but it was the first two albums. And so Dirty Mind was the album that was my album. It was black and white. I had it on cassette. I remember buying one or I think at least two more copies of it because I, you know, I burned it so much and I was very excited about that. And I remember just loving music. So Ohio is just very diverse in terms of the kinds of music that we have produced or that we listen to. So I listened to Earth, Wind & Fire. Similarly, I listened to Barbara Streisand, James Taylor, and Hard Rock. So all of it was there. And just, I remember Dirty Mind being really super titillated, but also grossed out by Sister, <laughs> by Prince. I was like, oh no, my sister's, oh, that's awful. What is he doing? But I loved the music and I was, you know, just entering a rebel stage. And from there, I collected most of his work. I danced and sang to it. I always feel like I was sort of arguing with people about how great Prince was until Purple Rain, and then that's when everybody got on board. And from there, I just kept on collecting this music, thinking about it, writing about it. And, you know, I think he was an amazing artist. And I don't love everything by Prince, but I do love a great deal. Okay, well, today uh, we're talking about Pheromone. Mm. And, um, the, I mean, for me, uh, in trying to, like, trying to think of a genre okay. uh, for this particular song, I would say, um, I don't know, it kind of fits with, like, the kind of, I, I I mean I find a lot of the, the stuff on on Come is kind of all very dancey. Mm-hmm. Like there seem to kind of almost be like um, I I know at the time Prince apparently he he, he wanted to get his music kind of into clubs mm-hmm. and so he yeah I mean this is around the time where he he basically started remixing everything like twenty different ways <laughs> um, kind of in an attempt to get it into the hands of DJs yes and so it feels like a lot of the songs at this time kind of really start out as kind of dance songs um, and that's kind of what this song has always kind of felt like to me it's it's kind of like a you know it's a very kind of like dancey song I would definitely agree with that in in the sense that there it's a dance song but it's also it's hard to classify Prince's music from time to time. You know, you notice that there might be elements of other kinds of genres poking in, in there, what have you. But this is this is a 
sort of a dark dance song. You know, it's not house, it's not techno, it's just a regular straight ahead pop song. You know, you said dark, and I can understand that because we have, <laughs> yeah, um, in the lyrics, we have some very kind of, I don't know, it, it goes in some very kind of weird places, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of what Prince is saying. Um, you know the kind of uh, almost like a a peeping tom aspect to oh, the kind of the the overall song. And so yeah, the lyrics for me match the music, the tone of the music, the the pulse of the music. There's a there are two additional remixes on a bootleg called the um, the Coming King. I forget exactly what it's called. I have it here. The uh, but it's it's darker, but it's it's a noisy song. But and you hear some sort of noise in the background where Prince is singing something. I can't really make it out, but wanna die, wanna die. And it's there's a loop that's intriguing, and so it feels like the noise in his head while he's watching this uh, S and M scene go on that he's not a part of. And there are very few Prince songs that to me for me that he's not the person in the song or the character in the song. So he's now he's just watching. A scene, which I thought was intriguing. I thought was kind of well written and thought out. And I think you know this too, where he starts off saying things like, I can see the castle, I can see the throne, I can see Beloved and she's not alone, but it's cool like that because I'll be digging her just the same. And it's interesting to <laughs> to watch Prince watch somebody, you know, as a listener. So like, um, he immediately caught me there. Yeah, I think it's interesting because obviously, you know, we're used to Prince doing kind of songs where, you know, he is the person who is describing the scene yes um or you know where he's kind of telling his lover what is going to happen yes <laughs> um, and obviously the title the title the title track from this album has a lot of kind of that where he's describing what is going to happen and what he's going to do to this particular yes. person mm-hmm. um you know and kind of the result i mean certainly with um you know everything from symbol through to emancipation mm-hmm. um anything that has a subject like that you know where you can feel him kind of addressing a muse it's obviously mm. addressed towards maite um yes. you know every, kind of uh, there are a few songs on symbol that certainly feel like that and mm. you know there, there are a few songs on um on this album and also on the gold experience where mm-hmm. it feels like he's directly addressing maite obviously most beautiful girl in the world kind of being one of the more obvious examples mm-hmm. um but here, you're, you're right. It's kind of like a completely different perspective to what we're used to from a Prince song where, you know, he's... <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I do kind of... I kind of like the fact that he goes to spell out love. Yes. But he misses out the E. Yes. So he just says, L is for the lust, O is for obsession, V is for the vast way <laughs> to envelop my soul. Yeah. And he doesn't say E. He doesn't no. say E is for the... So it's, it, I, I just love that because it's kind, of, it's kind of like a weird little almost like a, a kind of um like a joke like he's doing like an acrostic poem but he's deliberately missing a letter off yeah actually so you're waiting for him to say e is for the and you're just like where's he gone you know like he's he's now he's talking about something else no, it's, and how he could die from the fair man it's very funny because it actually princess he's written songs like this before most notably g-spot which was covered by the wonderful jill jones and so he spells out finally you know that she actually has an orgasm so that's what that first um that reminded me of and prince is always trying something yeah. interesting with regards to how he gets into a song so i i love that too and it was actually quite funny and it's a the song has yeah. a cinematic feel to it to me like i can see or imagine what he's talking about and sometimes i don't feel that way with certain kinds of prince songs because he's usually telling you what he's going to do and like that's fine so but i, I like him being sort of out of the way you know and that there's this yeah. thing playing out so 
That was fun. And, and I like as well how, like, the chorus, he says, you know, rush rush me over like an ocean, yes. controlling my every motion. I'm helpless as a pet when your body's wet. <laughs> yes. And... I mean, I, I, I mean, I like sometimes when Prince goes for like really simple rhymes mm-hmm. because that kind of like I'm helpless as a pet when your body's wet. <laughs> Obviously, he's saying pheromone in between each of those, but I'm not I'm not going to keep saying the word pheromone over and over again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I kind of I do like the kind of the, the ocean motion mm-hmm. like pet wet. I, th- I think I like as like when he keeps like little simple rhymes because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, he does like to kind of get a bit more complex in the structures. Um, but I do like when he just does a very simple chorus and it's just kind of like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's. I guess he's describing the viewpoint of the person that he's watching in in the chorus yeah. more than himself, because that's what it feels like when he says, "I'm helpless as a pet when your body's wet." No, absolutely. I, you know, that's a great. That's a great observation. I, I was watching. I was listening. Watching. I was listening to it and thought that he's the person who's helpless as a as a pet, and so is the guy who is with the young woman. I'm assuming young woman in the scene. So I felt like that there was this sort of interesting um, dynamic working there that he's not that person, but he kind of is in a way. And so um, there (laughs) it's fun to listen to. And it's exciting in a way that I remember thinking, well, some of the songs on the album aren't as, um, as upbeat, you know, there's some um, mid tempo and slower songs and that pheromone just is a complete, it feels more complete than some of the other things that he sort of pulled together for come this particular album and so i thought it was more of a solid song. i was gonna say i feel like you know this album is i mean obviously i mean from the from the cover itself onwards it feels quite dark in that you know he's he's standing in front of these church gates almost like he's just come from a funeral wearing like this gray suit <laughs> yeah. um you know i don't know if the suit's gray itself but obviously because it's in black and white it looks like a gray suit yes and exactly. so the whole album has you- this kind of paul cast over it of of this kind of darkness. And, you know, obviously as we'll get into some of the later songs, there are very kind of dark themes, um, you know, <laughs> in a number of the songs. So yeah, this is kind of more, one of the more upbeat songs, but at the same time, you know, the idea of kind of being a voyeur mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. itself is, is kind of a dark place to go anyway. Yes. Um, you know, and, the, and also, you know, there's, there's talk of, uh, I mean, we've kind of avoided describing everything that's going on, but obviously he says, you know, I can feel the tension through the crack in the door. He begs for love while she's disgusted more, and I'm on fire because I've never seen her nude before. I want to save <laughs> it. I want to watch. Um, so, and then when he says, you know, she pulls a gat. Uh, sorry, he pulls a gat. Yeah. And he goes, I can see it all. He pulls a gat. This is how they play the game. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he says. Um, you know about the uh, the pistol. Yes. Um, where he where he says um, her eyes are closed, but there's no penetration. Yes. Well, he just makes her point the pistol to his nose. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, I mean, I've never known Prince particularly get much into kind of like guns and gun metaphors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But just the, the fact that he's mentioned guns like kind of a couple of times in this song, mm-hmm. uh, it does make you wonder what is going on with this couple that they have introduced like gunplay into their into their kind of sex it just seems like such a weird kind of thing for prince to to kind of um kind of uh get in on um particularly when when you think of like the microphone that he had for right um you know symbol where he had this kind of gun gun microphone and he's occasionally he's he's kind of equated pointing a gun at someone with kind of singing directly at mm-hmm. someone so it but here it seems i don't know do they really have a gun is it is it just something like is it just like a water pistol like 
um you know it's not clear is it it's not clear but it's also like i'm glad that you mentioned the um the pistol microphone which i really did not like when i remember seeing it for the first time i was like what is this and i felt like he was playing catch up with hip-hop i felt like bob george on he was sort of um making references to or assuming an identity where violence sort of entered his his um, lyrical sensibilities or at least uh, definitely visual and so by the time i get here though it doesn't bother me as much because one it's it's lyrical so he he makes her put the pistol to his nose pop 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 wonderful wonderful while he masturbates and now i see a tear heading down toward her smile and then what happens next it all depends upon your style so at one point you're wondering if she's in danger but this is a game that they're playing and it, there's a moment where I just like, oh, I just really like the way he laid that out. I like Prince when he's at his most playful, when he turns a phrase and he shows that there's more to a story than just sex or that, you know, there's some, it's more layered. So this song is one of the more layered songs on Come. And I think that <laughs> given the imagery of the cover and the Warner Brothers fight, I think he was either in Spain or Italy when he shot the cover. And he gets out of the car and he's in front of a, a um, cemetery. Even the elongated part of it, like it, it's it's an odd album. I do like it. It's in I do like it, but it's an odd album. And Pheromone is the high, one of the highlights of it. And he sa- he says, <laughs> I mean, straight after that, he says, "Oh, this is crazy, baby." Yes. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, like he, uh, he find and then for the rest of the song, we're really just getting the the kind of chorus, uh, you know, repeated over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, before we finish with Fairmont, which, as I've always said, my favorite way to finish the song is with the title of the song. Yes, you have said that, yes. Go out so that everyone remembers the song. It's like, oh, so that was called Fairmont then. Yes. Although he know, I mean, the thing is, I say, I would say Pheromone. Like, I would really put the, he's, <laughs> he sings it Fairmont, and it's, it's, it's one of those weird Pheromone. things where, um, obviously, you, I, this this album has titles that are all one word. Yes. And I think if he'd have gone for, like, if he'd really done it as a two-word title, it would have been Fair Moan, because obviously that would be more princey. But the fact that he's just got it as one word as Pheromone, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the same way that later on Let It Go is all squashed up as one word. Because exactly. I, don't, I don't know why, but for some reason he abandoned spaces during <laughs> this this particular time and just put let's have single words but just <laughs> even if they've got more than one word let's just make it one single word and there's a precedent for that too with another lover holding the head there's a precedent for that and i actually yeah. love that i was like oh my goodness you know so you know and the whole eye thing that started i think with love sexy with the actual eye <laughs> um yeah I, I, prince just decided that he wanted to have his own you know vocabulary spell the words the way he wanted to and it fits his character it fits the um, sensibility of prince Prince will try anything. And this is something I think Jill Jones and a number of other people have been in the studio with him to try to get a sound. I think it was yeah. David Z who said, if we could play guitars underwater, we would just to try to get a sound. <laughs> and so I was wondering how he put Fermon together because it, um, because it has an interesting texture to it. I, I, you know, I can pull apart the drum track and I can pull apart some of the, um, the sense, but it's a noisy song that even, even, layers over layers with the during the verses with another layer of sort of moody sense and i'm just like wow this is just a very interesting exciting song to hear and try to pick apart and i don't think that many people know it i've asked people you know have you ever heard of pheromone by prince and (laughs) 
And it's funny, I, or, this is what I wanted to say earlier about it. It was, you said, you know, you were talking about the pronunciation. And I've heard pheromone my entire life. And is this a, is this a U.S. thing or a British thing? What are we doing? So when, I was wondering who, um, why don't I hear pheromone? Pheromone. I hear pheromone. And I've, that's yeah. what I've responded to. And I say pheromone. So, um, but yeah, I think the actual pronunciation is pheromone. But um, yeah. So one is. You... I mean, I I did I did I did a chemistry A level, so I'm <laughs> okay. used to pronouncing things correctly in terms of, uh, you know, like this. It's this whole like aluminium aluminum thing. I mean, uh, you know, it's just that on a yes. slightly different level, isn't it? But uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, the thing with uh, this album, obviously, you know, kind of done to get out of the contract, basically. You know, Prince Prince threw a few albums Warner Brothers way, yeah. and they were like, okay that's it, you're out of the contract, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and so a lot of people feel this is kind of like, you know, uh, kind of contractually obliged. But that's not to say that Prince didn't put the effort in. And like you say, the production, particularly, I mean, on all the album, all all the songs on this album, with the exception of the final song, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got nine songs where Prince really put kind of like a lot of effort into the production. And this is Prince Mm -hmm. by himself as well. You know, this is kind of back to, you know, like Sign of the Times or... Or, you know, like controversy, dirty mind, you know, like we're kind of back to Prince in the studio by himself, um, kind of just layering stuff on top of each other and just kind of experimenting. And, uh, you know, I it it didn't quite sound like, um, you know, Symbol or Diamonds and Pearls, which obviously with the with the band had a very kind of specific sound. Uh-huh. Obviously, there was a story about Prince, you know, throwing out all his synths and whatever and, and drum machines before he did Diamonds and Pearls. Yes. Um, you know, and wanting to kind of have a more real sound. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, he didn't throw them all out. He, he just put them to the side for he you know, put a couple them to of the albums. Side. Yeah, because yeah, there is, I mean, this is not like a, you know, there's not like a, a lot of like kind of artificial sounds on, on this album, but you know, the, he does kind of mix it where you have the real sounds kind of mixed a lot with the synth sounds, and it and it kind of makes it it's it's a it's like a very different production sound to yeah. you know the previous two albums, and I would even say you know he kind of tweaks it again with um, Gold Experience. You know, the sound on on kind of Gold Experience, it sounds like this album, but there's there's more of a kind of band input onto that because obviously a few of those songs are kind of co-written by band members, um, so this this kind of almost feels like this is Prince by himself. And this is kind of what happens when Prince is by himself in the studio is he ends yeah. up kind of layering stuff and kind of, you know, listening to a song and then going, oh, it needs just a couple more synths on top. And then listening to it again and being like, oh, it needs just a tiny bit more of this and kind of just yes. adding more and more stuff. And I feel like that's this is what this, this is the sound essentially of like undiluted Prince. Like this is once you've got Prince in the studio by himself, this is the sound you get, you know, is is just kind of all this this kind of production. Yeah, you're dead on. Those two albums to me are twins. One's much colder, one is warmer to me, you know, <laughs> from yeah. the aesthetics, from the song structure, the songs themselves. Gold sounds a lot more alive to me in a way yeah. that Come doesn't. And it no. Come has its um its flourishes and its beauty. The gold experience is much more alive you know to me and you're right it's this is the sound you get with prince by himself <laughs> and you can track it through previous albums absolutely so but i mean in terms of out of out of five um mm-hmm. i would i would say personally i don't think i could go higher than a four um and that's okay. because i mean i i really enjoy listening to the song but then by the time i get to it well first of all i'm catapulted into loose which is possibly one of my least favorite <laughs> prince songs ever but then <laughs> But then also, like, I then struggle to kind of remember, like, what Fairmoan was about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I feel like there are a couple of other songs on this album. I, you know, a couple on on the second side, um, in particular, that I think are more focused and mm-hmm. kind of have a clear idea of of what Prince wanted to do. This feels a little bit kind of half finished to me. I know there's a ton of okay. production on it, but in terms of the idea, like it just. I mean, I, I've particularly when Prince starts repeating the chorus over and over again towards the end of a song, you feel mm-hmm. like he kind of ran out of an idea. And I think maybe if it was. I don't know, maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds shorter, it would mm-hmm. feel a lot more focused and maybe okay. it would be a five out of five, but I can't go any higher than a four. I, I'm going to go 0.5 higher than a four, so <laughs> 4.5 for me, because I do think the song is finished <laughs> and it feels like it's a finished <laughs> song. I I do some I do um, relate to what you're saying about it kind of feeling unfinished, but I... I go back to what I read about a lot of these songs being pulled from other projects. Um, yeah. And I wondered if he, even though you say, you know, you rec- said earlier that the production, he spent some time with the production, there's still something missing. And, but I, I, I must admit, I do like the song. I think out of most of the songs on the album, I think you can't really call the last song orgasm a song, but um it, it it was alive to me in other ways that the rest of them just don't rise above a certain kind of um, energy for me. So I'll give it a 4.5. At this time, um, you know, something I haven't really touched upon while, re- you know, talking about this album so far um, is Glam Slam Ulysses. Yes. Um, <laughs> which, uh, which is, a, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. I think to describe it as like, um, you know, like a, a musical or something kind of, I don't know, it, I mean, it's it's got music in it, but it's I mean I don't know it's it's really kind of hard to kind of talk yeah. about. Um, but yeah, this this song itself is um, is identified like there's a list of characters, mm-hmm. and they have songs associated with them, and this one is associated with Cersei. Um, okay. You know, in the in the musical, yes. Um, but yeah, it was it was performed um, in, in at Prince's Glam Slam nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, in in September '93, um, you know August '93, mm-hmm. around that kind of time. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I, it feels weird to kind of like describe it as a musical because apparently it it was a production that was based on on the Homer's Odyssey, uh, yes. and it had like a number of performances, um, each of them kind of put to the songs, and mm-hmm. then you know um, with also kind of like video elements and and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And there was some choreography, and this is how Prince kind of met Carmen Electra. Um, she was like a dancer at, uh, you know, as part of this production, mm-hmm. um, and, and so. But I mean, it, it's interesting because you know the the storyline of this of people, you know, watching two other people, someone, you know, in this case, you know, maybe Prince or whatever character he's playing, watching these right. other people having sex. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that really relates to Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that kind of puzzles me. It's like if you, if I mean, you could obviously you could you know just uh, you know Google it. You can find out the list of songs that match up to the the kind of the different elements of um, Homer's Odyssey as performed in Glam Slam Ulysses. And mm-hmm. it, like for some of them, you're like, I don't understand how Nerf Prince's related things to yeah, the but... songs. But I, I guess it was something that I mean, there's there's never been like a, a kind of recording of the of the actual thing. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously, I I did not live in um, in in uh, in Minneapolis in 1993, <laughs> so I was not able to go and see it at the Glam Slam um, Club. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I, there's not really much for me to say other than it's kind of odd that Prince was like 
around this particular time was like, this is the point where I need to, first of all, own a nightclub, and then second of all, put on like a musical based on yes. a handful of my songs. Um, you know. It's puzzling. <laughs> you said it. It's puzzling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I, it's just one of those things that I just thought was interesting. It's interesting that this is the song that he was like, oh yeah, this is this is all about Cersei. And then people are just like, okay, I guess Prince, if, <laughs> if that's what you want, then uh, yeah, this is this is Cersei. Uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, Prince, I don't so know. Sure. It, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it would have been crazy to have been around Glam Slam in the kind of 90s when Prince was you know a regular at his own club and putting on stuff like this. I mean... Yeah. Which has just been such a crazy time to have been like, okay, what's going on at Glamsland like, tonight? Prince is, Prince is putting on a musical. Yeah, I'm not crazy about musicals in general, and I probably would have, as a Prince fan, tried to see it, had it toured or became a movie or something of that nature. But I definitely feel that Prince Prince's ambitions really sometimes were much for, you know, they outstri- outreached his talent. So, you can play all those instruments. Absolutely. Can you act? Well, it depends on the <laughs> depends on whether you're playing Prince or not. Um, can you do this? Can you? I, I I admire his ambition, but sometimes I think things fell flat, and you know I I think this is one of them. Quite honestly, so I I wasn't able to find any covers of this song. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess people. I mean, it would <laughs> surprise me if anyone kind of covered this uh, this song. Uh, but yeah, and. In terms of Prince, like, performing it, uh, he didn't really perform it until, like, 2012, 2013, when he kind of, uh, he did it as part of, like, an instrumental uh, medley. Uh, okay. So he never really kind of, like, performed the song, as in, like, right. performed the song. I, I, I mean, personally, I, th- I think, like, the idea that he's trying to put across in the song is interesting. And obviously, it's, you know, it's a different perspective from most kind of songs that Prince does about sex. Uh, but, you know, by the end of it, like I said, I mean... I'm not 100% sure, you know, what the outcome is. I'm just like, okay, you know, it was mildly enjoyable, but uh, it feels to me like, uh, you know, it, it kind of was a half-finished idea that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe his thoughts were elsewhere. I mean, this is the point where basically he's just recording songs to kind of get out of. And like you said, you know, there were a lot of songs that were kind of pulled from other projects and kind of put together to make a couple of albums. Oh, so I'm just thinking about how it was reviewed to to um, follow up on your point. It was reviewed yeah. as an album prince threw together to get out of his contract <laughs> you know that yeah, was largely yeah. the reviews that were there so they really didn't go into the songs that much um the ones that i read or at that time or even ones i found recently so yeah it's it's an album i think is that a lot of people don't know about one because of the fight with warner brothers and i think prince was just really saturating the market with the most beautiful girl in the world he wanted to release some other things um he wrote slave on his face during this time so i think that there was there was some backlash you know to prince at that point you know thinking yeah um the music didn't for some reason wasn't it wasn't ahead of the image you know the image was ahead of the music so that's yeah yeah it's not well known so i feel like we've said as much as can be possibly said about <laughs> uh so let's go to plugs is there anything you wish to plug steven the only thing i wish to plug you can find steven g forward on the regular pop social media including twitter uh facebook i'm on instagram and my instagram name is and i'll spell it out for you it's the lux experiment deluxe that's t-h-e-l-u-x experiment deluxe um, but that's it. Yeah, there's only things I have to uh, plug at this point. 
Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track <laughs> at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Stephen. Thank you very much. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And otherwise, goodbye. <sighs> I love you.